Hello, Oregon. It's Friday, April 24th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. The Oregon Supreme Court on Thursday said limits on campaign contributions do not violate the state constitution. The court ruled that $500 campaign limits adopted by an overwhelming majority of Multnomah County voters in 2016 do not run afoul of the Constitution, which for decades has allowed the free flow of money into state politics. The ruling may also mean that strict contribution limits adopted by statewide voters in 2006 could have gone into place in the frenzied weeks before Oregon's May primary election. Measure 47 sought to cap donations at $500 for statewide office and $100 for legislative races. But it never went into effect because voters simultaneously rejected a constitutional amendment that would have explicitly made Measure 47's limits legal. Oregon Secretary of State and Attorney General said they were reviewing the ruling to determine its practical effects. It would likely take a court ruling to force candidates to begin following Measure 47. Oregon Governor Kate Brown said healthcare providers will soon be allowed to resume non-urgent medical procedures as long as they can meet coronavirus safety and preparedness requirements. Brown said she will lift an order delaying such procedures, allowing them to resume on May 1st. That means hospitals, surgical centers, and medical and dental offices that meet the new requirements will be able to start performing many standard procedures late next week. The new coronavirus has been a catastrophe for some hospitals, medical clinics, and other healthcare providers. Some hospitals were virtually emptied of paying customers when elective surgeries were banned. Oregon Health and Science University said Thursday it would cut the salaries of its non-union employees as much as 40% for top-paid executives to cope with an anticipated revenue decline of $1.4 billion over the next 28 months. Oregon hospitals have asked for a $200 million bailout from the state, which Brown has said the state will not fund. Some of the largest physician clinics in the state have laid off 80 to 90 percent of their employees after suffering income declines of up to 90 percent when the ban on elective procedures went into effect. Oregon hopes to begin processing job claims for self-employed Oregonians and gig workers by the end of April, Governor Kate Brown's administration said Wednesday. It's the first time the state has set a timetable for the anxiously awaited expansion of its unemployment program. Congress made those workers eligible for benefits when it passed the CARES Act coronavirus aid package last month. But Oregon, like many other states, has been unable to adapt its employment claim systems to process those payments. That means thousands of Oregonians who aren't working during the coronavirus outbreak haven't been receiving benefits in the weeks since Congress passed the relief package. Those who may qualify include music teachers, contractors, freelance writers, and some small business owners, many of whom have been without any income for weeks. As the coronavirus pandemic drags on, financial losses are mounting at the Oregon Zoo. Now, the zoo, which has been closed since March 17th, is turning to the public in an emergency fundraising effort for a $1 million lifeline. The Oregon Zoo is owned by the regional government organization Metro, but it also gets funding from the Oregon Zoo Foundation, a nonprofit fundraising organization. The foundation recently created an emergency fund that aims to raise $1 million to support zoo operations through the closure. Much of that money will go toward caring for the zoo's 2,500 animals, 
At the end of March, the Oregon Zoo laid off 262 temporary and seasonal workers, while Metro announced it was cutting 40% of its staff. Workers are still there to care for the animals, though with more precautions. The zoo had already required social distancing and N95 masks between people and primates, but extended the practice to all mammals following the reported COVID-19 infection of a tiger at the Bronx Zoo in New York. Donations can be made online at OregonZoo.org. A month into the state's coronavirus shutdown, many are still on the job. For those whose work has been deemed essential, there's a measure of risk. Journalists at The Oregonian and Oregon Live spoke with a handful of these workers about their jobs, their fears, and what really matters. Here's Rasham Singh, a housekeeper at Legacy Emanuel Medical Center. I can tell you how proud I am to be in a healthcare system. I worked in a hotel. I didn't like it. I worked there for three years, and I came to this hospital. And this is my home, second home, trauma unit, tracheal. I have been working with them for 13 years. Patients appreciate here more. In the hotel, they don't appreciate you, no matter how much you do. And you have to do less cleaning there. We have to do more cleaning here, make sure everything is disinfectant, all the to kill the jams and make sure everything is nice and clean. I'm very proud. I'm very proud. You can find interviews with 15 essential workers at OregonLive.com slash coronavirus. Thanks for listening. For more news, pick up a copy of The Oregonian or visit OregonLive.com.